thank you so much for the time to chat with me, uh, taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to talk about this. And Brianna just said that, so are you a minister? I am. I am actually. What kind of a minister? Like what <clears throat> denomination? Uh, Mennonites. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's um way to go. I, I did my master's degree in theology. Oh, you did? Yeah, before I became a, a filmmaker, I was sort of working on contextual theology and um, did my thesis on Reinhold Niebuhr and just, you know, uh, it was very interesting. I, I mean, I did religious studies and philosophy as my undergrad, and then I went on to theology as my graduate degree. I, I don't know. You can't know how exciting it is for me to have somebody mention Niebuhr in an interview. I've never had that before. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, well, as I said before, the reason I turned to film is because probably only three people read my thesis, my dad, my advisor, and the outside reader. And uh, and so film, I thought film was a more accessible medium to explore some of these questions. Um, and uh, uh, and that's why I turned to film. And both Nick and I are self-taught, so it's not like we spent years in film school we just started doing it and and learning by doing so, so there you the two of you just started making films like you this this wasn't like you like you said you didn't go to school for this this is something that you you just felt like this is the best way to tell your stories and and dove in is that the safe best way to say it i think jennifer's switch probably flipped quicker than mine because i i always took photographs and had a dark room and and I was working on on bigger film sets, uh, but she and I actually met in a job interview for a job that didn't pay, but uh, was a trip to Morocco on uh, on a documentary idea that she had. Um, and I was I was the camera, the camera person. Uh, and then we sort of have married our fortunes together since then. But it is true that film coming back to this festival. I've I've always said that I mean I'm interested in art because it's sort of non-paraphrasable, but also interested in film because it has this power to move people in a bunch of different ways at once. Um, so not just intellectually, not just emotionally, but also viscerally, spiritually, and that's very hard to do with an academic paper. So um, when I look at this this lineup of films that we've had such a, a wonderful and difficult time choosing because there were a lot of great films, but these ones really rose to the top. Um, they're all very different and the, and the approaches are different, the styles are different, um, but they all have in common this, the heart of a story about people struggling for good, struggling for positive change, um, and they're immensely uplifting. Even Freedom on Fire, which is, you know, after a year of war, uh, where you still have this, this unbelievable spirit of hope and love in the Ukrainian people, and it's really conveyed in this film. Um, and, I mean, we can talk about all the others in detail, but I just think that uh, it, it, as a medium, it can be very powerful. So that's why I started uh, exploring those questions in the theological and philosophical questions um, in that medium. Anyway. Well, I love that. I think, I think the way you're summing it up too is, is so perfect because there is something about something about the world of film that is, it, it's different than 
than than words on a page. And and that's not to say that those are not essential. I'm not saying that at all. But there is something that brings it to life when you can when you can see it in front of you uh, on the screen, and and especially with Human Rights Watch. Um, I, I was for for you both. I mean, I'm just since we're sort of talking about this and lean, thinking of the festival as well. I was wondering how your experiences behind the camera have shaped your understanding of justice. Wow, what a really interesting question. Um, you know, whenever we are working, which almost invariably involves leaving our home context and country and culture and and traveling uh, to to another place where where we're in in um, in sort of relief of of the local context. Um, we have always tried to be as mindful and as um, empathetic and and as um, you know receptive and, yeah. and 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 humble to to that environment um, because we think that's the best way to be in right relation with the people that that we are around who are accepting us into 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 their world. Um, but it's also I think the the way to tell uh, the truest story of that place when you're not of that place is to really try and listen and and be receptive. Um, and so I think when when films are are powerful, it's often because the filmmakers have done that and uh, to to be part of a of a selection committee along with Shane Smith, uh, the chief programmer at Hot Docs. We're so lucky to have his input uh, in these selections. And then John Biaggi from Human Rights Watch, who's uh, who oversees all of the New York City, London, Hong Kong. There's a there's a whole circuit of Human Rights Watch film festivals. That that's our committee. It's it's humbling again to really see the truth on the screen. Um, of of the strongest films and to be able to select them and and bring them to an audience in Toronto we're we're so excited about about this lineup but but for i think for us when we see it in the edit room um or when we see it in someone else's film you can tell when when there's a truth there and you can tell when when there's a, an authentic quest for justice on the part of the filmmakers on the part of the characters that they're representing um the, you know Never mind Hollywood, where there's a lot of artifice. In documentary, it's it's really hard to lie, um, I think. And and people can people can smell when there's when the when the truth isn't there and when justice isn't being sought. And I think that's the only that's the yeah. only the only answer I can think of for for that question because it's so there's so many angles on it. And of course, all of these films are about important issues, and all of them seek justice in their way. And so. But but they have to, I mean, I would say that you have to be in as the filmmaker in right relationship with your environment, with your subjects. You have to be motivated from the very beginning. For me, filmmaking is an ethical act. Like it, it, it really is about um, the ethics of engagement. And if you don't get that right, there is not justice. It means that somebody's getting exploited or you're... Um, 
yeah, you're 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 using somebody as to to, to for for your own agenda, or you're doing a bad job of conveying the truth of their story and situation. And the best films, especially films that deal with issues of 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 social and human rights and social and environmental justice, are ones where that balance comes together. And you can really feel it when you're watching it. And I think Nick's right, like truth has become sort of a dirty word for some people. Um, you know, whose truth, my truth, your truth, it's still possible to tell the truth. Um, it doesn't mean it's it's a, a universal law um, or it's objectivity, but it is true. And the truth involves a very complex um, way of relating. And I think in all of these films, you see that. Like Yuria, The Rising Forest is basically a performance piece. It's an art film um, about a trans indigenous activist in Brazil, one of the worst countries for um, trans rights and indigenous rights, as we know, not one of the worst. We're all, there's, there's many people, guilt, many countries guilty of that. But the way that this person, this artist teaches youth about how to engage with nature is stunningly beautiful. And then, you know, you have something like Big Sister Coromuso, which is, you know, how do you tell a story about female genital mutilation that has, that, that can be funny? that can be, that, that is actually sensual, that is curious, that is, and that is very also um, protective of the dignity of, of the subjects that are there. All of that works. So I guess that, that's a very long answer to that question, but um, the, the, that's why these films are strong, because they've balanced um, all of those elements. You know, it, it's an incredible lineup. I mean, for I mean, for the festival that, I mean, the with I believe it's just the five films, right? Is it the it is the five films? But my goodness, uh, what what incredible! Uh, now I haven't seen them all. I haven't seen them all yet. But I'm incredible topics to be dealing with, like you said, female genital mutilation, the Ukraine, uh, global food supply, uh, trans indigenous artistry. Uh, being refugees. on document, refugees. Yeah. Um, th these are these are incredible. What what an incredible breadth. Of but topics. these are all. Remember the reason that we 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 chose these films out of a number of incredible films um, with our co-programmers is that they represent the work that Human Rights Watch does around the world and especially here in Canada. These are our issues here you know we and the the opening night is on um international women's day and of course our our, our focus that night and our discussion is going to be about the the particular vulnerabilities of women and children during wartime yeah. but these are all things that we rely on human rights watch research and activism and advocacy for in the world these are the issues and that and you can see with that breadth, it just shows you what scope that organization has and why we all have to defend it with our lives um, and keep it going, because this is a very, very necessary thing um, that that uh, this this check and balance that that exists because of this incredible organization. Yeah, it, it sounds it's remarkable. It's remarkable. And I love that these conversations are taking place. I love that, that Lisa Laflamme is going to be there on. Is that that's for opening night? 
Yeah, that's for opening night. And then we have the we have filmmakers. Gabriel Cooperthwaite is coming, uh, which we're so thrilled about. A, I'm just I'm such a big fan, and I just want to meet her in person. But she's coming um, to to talk about the grab, which is one of those things. You know, global land resource gra grabs are something that I don't think a lot of us think are possible. That a foreign country can come in and just buy up a bunch of land somewhere else and start you know, using it, but it happens and it's happening right now. So we have, yeah, there's some really interesting discussions, I think, that are going to happen. And then one of the positives that that came out of the, the restrictions during the pandemic lockdown um, is that uh, there's a real success now with uh, film festivals where you can have all the wonderful upside of the in-person and the building community and Lisa Laflamme comes and... Uh, and you know we're going to have various filmmakers come and present their films, which is just such a such a highlight of any of any film festival. Um, but there's also an online component, so that people who aren't able for whatever reason uh, to come in person to the theater next week and and into the following week for the in-person program, there's also a number of tickets for people to be able to stream it at home and not in Toronto. So all um, across Canada. Yeah. So if you're if if you live somewhere else, uh, you can still have the benefit if you're interested in these films. Yeah, I love that aspect because it's so inclusive. You know, uh, I, I I think that's wonderful. I I know we're we're starting to run out of time, but I'm just wondering for you for you both. Um, these films are covering some incredible topics and I love the, the, everything I'm reading about them is talking about them in such a hopeful term. I'm just wondering how you two feel film can help dream a new future, especially in terms of human rights. Mm -hmm. I think. <sighs> is that us or you? No, it's my landline and no one calls me on my landline. I'm not picking that up. I'm going to mute my microphone. Please continue. Okay. Um, it goes back a bit to what we were talking about at the beginning, which is that if film has a unique power to move people, viewers in a multitude of ways, um, and also as something that the message you're left with is kind of an exhortation to look at your own life, your own implication in these issues. And even if you're not implicated or don't have a direct connection to them, what you can do to um, to to lift, you know, as people say lift all boats, what lifts all boats? What, what can we do to um, correct these situations of injustice? And it's messy, time consuming, slow, requiring tons of different kinds of initiatives but i think the film is the galvanizing thing that makes you want to do that it's it's a motivator that's what it should be um that was that was my answer. yeah i i mean i i think for me it's again the power of film is unique because it's a synthesis of so many other media that can be powerful it has a foot in the journalistic world uh, the witnessing, the reporting, it has um, the production values of, of you know, our sort of highest level of entertainment uh, in 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 the cinema that mixes music and text and beautiful image and editing, rhythm, storytelling, dynamics. Um, 
any film is is the distillation of thousands and thousands of hours of mm -hmm. of expert work and blood and sweat and tears into this power pack of 60 or 90 minutes and so in 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 our busy noisy worlds of social media and and you know quick headlines and everything to to be able to be in uh, in, in a linear experience where you leave your own world and enter into the world of the film in a way that I think you really only do um, with film or maybe do most powerfully, uh, that's what draws people to it. And if, when there's an issue attached, then like Jennifer says, it it can resonate outwards, that that, that, that issue becomes a positive feedback loop uh, because you've had you've hopefully been moved and transported in this moment of the film and you're going to think about the issue differently you're hopefully going to act differently with regards to that issue and at very least your consciousness is is going to be raised um uh to me that that's that's what film can do um to affect the future i think is to inspire people to move people and to inspire people in a way that has real world effects Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So many people say these that film stayed with me for a long time. It stayed with me, meaning you go back there. It's like your experience. And I just want to finish with this. So I did this this um, D DC Environmental Film Festival did an online panel, and I was on there with some other just huge powerhouse filmmakers. And Louis Sayos, you know, the Cove and um, Racing Extinction. He, was he Racing Extinction? Yeah, but he he said that he somebody this neurologist told him once that it it's ninety minutes is the amount of time it takes for neural pathways in the brain to change in terms of perception, and that ninety minutes is exactly you know the 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 time of most movies. So it's got, it's this perfect opportunity for <laughs> transformation. Let's say. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, in in the case of Human Rights Watch uh, Fest this year, um, and before I, I I realized I didn't ask this yet, uh, did I read correctly? Is it free to attend? Yes. That's amazing. That's wonderful. That's even that that's that's great. I mean, what a what a way to bring people in to discuss these important issues. That's fantastic. It's a yeah. beautiful uh, partnership between Human Rights Watch, wonderful, generous donors, and Hot Docs, which is an you know a real real supporter. So. Um, it's it's amazing. Please, every, we, everybody should come. Everybody should come down to the Bloor who lives in Toronto and everybody who doesn't should watch watch these films online. Absolutely. Uh, just as we wrap up here to you both, I'm just wondering, you know, with with you both heading up the festival, what's the marker of success for you when evaluating it at the end? What is it that you hope the festival accomplishes? Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, the gathering of community on the nights in in the cinema. Um, to me, that's something that is made, you know, that the preciousness of which is understood that much more deeply after it was taken away for a number of years. And now we can we can do that again. We can gather again. We can meet before uh, with our friends. Uh, with our family, we can discuss after, um, and we can share. Uh, we can share that moment of of the film. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to the most is um, 
is being there for very different film experiences uh, with a live audience at the Hot Dog Cinema on Bloor Street. And I will say the other part of that is what I look forward to and what I hope happens is that this bigger national conversation um, that can happen through these online screenings, through people gathering, watching with friends, watching, you know, in separate places, but then talking about it afterwards, that the conversation opens and expands. And it, and also, finally, a recognition of how crucial this organization is internationally and how we all have to support it to keep doing the excellent work that it does. Uh, I, I, the, the, the festival, the human rights organization is one thing. The festival is, a, is, is a wonderful arm of it. Uh, for me personally, I'm very excited about this. I think it's a great opportunity and I thank you both for your time. Um, as a minister, I love this because it hits on, you know, walk humbly and speak justice. And those, those are two key things for me. Um, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you for Thank taking you. the interest. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you.